Welcome to the MWT Podcast. This is episode 36 and we will be talking about man periods. <laughs> we are joined today by our special guest and male victim, Manny. Man <laughs> <laughs> definitely a victim today, I guess, right? He likes to grapple with his alcohol, right? Uh, mainly drink it. He's our he's our resident MMA <laughs> MMA fighter. He's like, you know what? That's exactly the way it goes down. I walk in the gym, a little, yeah, and then I'm out, and that's my workout for the day. And of course, we're here with Danielle and myself, uh, Lisa. I thought you were going to say the lovely Danielle, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, the lovely Danielle. <laughs> And the coolest person on the planet, <laughs> Tiffany. Uh, <laughs> Lisa is not here this evening. Her husband started a new job, so <laughs> she's just trying to let him get acclimated to his new third shift schedule. So she's not here tonight. Um, Danielle brought the drink, so we'll go ahead and let her get into that. Today, I bought the Yellow Tail Sangria. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just picked it up really in the store because I wanted something different. And I thought that it was going to be a sweet drink. Um, I really think that I need to stop trying to go for the sweet drinks because every sweet drink I get is not sweet enough for me. <laughs> Which I thought this was actually really sweet. Like I tasted it, I was like, "Oh, it's pretty sweet." Uh, how did you feel about it, Manny? Uh, you know, I'm new to wine culture, and this tastes like something I would get at like Cooper's Hawk or something. I have had sangria before. I think I had it once when I was in Miami at uh, Gloria Esfond's restaurant. It was pretty dope, by the way. But it, they served it with like the fruit in the bottle, and I was already I think I was already drunk when I had it, so I can't really make a comparison. Okay, I was gonna say. So was this comparable? I would hope not, I was, since I imagine I was pretty drunk already. So I mean, it just added to the Except bad decisions. I, yeah. <laughs> I think all the sangrias I had had the fruit in it, so maybe this is why. Well, most of the time you're supposed to. Add in oh, fruit that what I was and all that kind of stuff. Do? Well, I put it in the refrigerator. This and time. I think <laughs> most sangrias have added alcohol it into said them. There's sweet citrus in there, but I can't taste it. I definitely taste citrus on the tongue. I taste the red wine this, part of it. Is this one of the ones that you're like you're supposed to make sangria out of, or is this just I hope sangria? Because I just picked it up and was like, yes, let's try this one. <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> it's like, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, I actually made, um, speaking of alcohol you make, uh, I made apple pie moonshine over oh, Christmas. And I gave it out as good. gifts. It's actually really good. Yeah. He gave Sterling some. I tried it. It was bomb. He needs to make some more. Just Well, you should make some for the show. I'm going to try <laughs> it. You should have brought some to the show. What yeah. were you thinking, Manny? I drank it all. <laughs> Uh, you know what? This actually has alcohol in it, so it's not just like a mix. It actually is 11.5% alcohol by volume, which is a high amount, actually. I guess I should have read the back of the bottle before I picked it up, huh? Yeah. So, I mean, it's good. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but, you know. So I was almost in a car accident this morning on the way to work. Gosh. Uh, you know, we're in Chicagoland area, so the roads were icy. Yesterday we were at highs of 50s, 50-something. Nice yeah. Okay, yeah. get up this morning, it's 20 degrees out. So, so the roads are iced over. I am driving um, on a bridge on a technical highway, two-lane highway. The car in front of me <coughs> hit the rail on the bridge 
and flew into my lane. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, wow. And there's like a semi and like five other cars surrounding us. And I'm like, holy shit, this is going to be a fucking pileup. Luckily, my brake stopped. <laughs> and the guy and another guy pulls up next to the driver and he's like, are you okay? And I'm just like, maybe his car died or something, you know, because like you just see him like swerve and then swerve. But when I went around, because I put on my emergency lights, like, holy shit, what's going on? I finally get around him, and the whole front of his car is, like, smashed in. But oh, a car stepped next to him and was like, hey, dude, you okay? Do you need any help? You're good. You know, are you good? And he was like, I'm good. We're like, okay. But, yeah, that oh, could have wow. been disastrous. We're on a bridge over yeah. the river. Yeah, no doubt. I see semi involved. This, this was not going to be pretty. So... Yeah, the roads are really bad today. Uh, on my way home today, I was coming down. Actually, on my way to work today on 59, there was a car that stalled out. Back to track for two miles. Oh, wow. Horrible. Horrible. Almost made me late. And on my way home, it was already snowing. And uh, someone went to pull off of 59 into, like, where Myers is at. Mm-hmm. And they didn't slow down. So their wheels are turned. And you can see the wheels spinning, but the car's going straight. Mounted the center cart, you know, the centerpiece, just I was like, oh, and then a little bit farther down the road, somebody got T-boned and pushed into a sign on the side of the road. Like, those are like a good 10 feet, maybe 12 feet in. Yeah. So she got hit and pushed into the thing. So for living in Chicagoland my whole life, like, you'd expect people to learn how to drive better in the snow. Like, don't go 15 or 35, don't try to slam on the brakes, but... I mean, at this point, it's like, I don't, I don't well, know. Well, you would figure would also, since point. we haven't had much winter, much snow this year, that they would be more willing to get out there and salt the roads. True. And I've run into, like, I'm like, you really aren't out here plowing. You're really not out here salting. You have all this buildup of all this salt. I know you do because we really haven't had snow like we normally do. Mm. So you've already planned for a ton of snow, and we haven't gotten a ton of snow this year. So. You have all this salt sitting around you could use, and you're hesitating to salt the roads. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm actually glad we didn't have that much snow this year, because after my accident last year, I was scared for winter this year. I'm not so. complaining about no snow. Don't get me wrong. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not complaining. I am happy. Like, when people are like, oh, I wanted to snow, I'm like, no, because I'm still freaking out about driving when the roads are bad just because of what happened last year. I'm like, I don't want to repeat You're, like, that scarred. Yeah. Well, what, what happened last year? Well, this sensitive subject. Well, no, I got into I got into a car accident and I totaled my car, and I slid like they. I worked in Plainfield at the time and they didn't salt the Lockport Street, um, so it was very very slippery. And we were both coming to a stop sign, but um, there's a school, so it's a two way street, and there's a school on one side and a church on the other side. So the guy that was coming towards me, instead of, like, he went to put on his gas, he started sliding. Mm -hmm. So he started sliding towards the school, but I guess in his mind, I don't want to hit the school, so I'm going to swerve into my lane. And he almost ran towards, like, the church area. But I slid through my stop sign and ran right into his car. But so even, all of you guys are just sliding yeah. into each other. So technically, technically it would have been his fault, but... Since the way that the street is, their stop sign is further back, they have the right-of-way. So he just said that he was basically making a turn, which he wasn't because he would If I wouldn't have ran into him, Manny he would have hit the other car. So Manny just like, basically said, fuck all the children, <laughs> I'm hitting the school. No, hold on. Think about it, though. Think about it. Hold on. That is it's a, a government-funded 
building. Like, if, yeah. if something were to happen, the government would be like, you know, the state would be like, oh, well, we got to fix that. They have the money to fix that. But what insurance. if you plowed into a classroom full of children, Manny? Uh, movie time? <laughs> All right, kids, we're just going to watch a movie now. <laughs> it was a high it. school, so I think most of the kids would have been safe. It wasn't like... I mean, I'm just saying, I, I, well, if a car just flew into your house, I wouldn't be expecting it. Like, oh, I need to run at this moment. This car is flying into her house. And I'm a grown person. <laughs> She's like, I'm teenagers sure. would just know magically that this car is flying. I'm yeah, sure he would have right. hit, like, this, the, like, the, he would have hit the corner of the school, but he probably, like, hit the, the sidewalk and kind of stopped. But he just, like, whipped his car. You know, so so basically, you got in trouble for it. I got in trouble nice. for it. I had to that pay a five hundred dollar deductible, and my car was totaled that I had just paid off two years or two months prior. So I wasn't really happy, and I cried like a baby. That's so then rough. you get a new car. So boom, yeah, there but, we go. But then I got a car payment again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. I know how that goes. All right. So we are gonna go ahead and jump into the topic tonight. We are just. We are discussing menstruation, irritable male syndrome, man periods, um, men's hormonal cycles, whatever you would like to call it. Um, so we'll kind of jump off and say, Manny, do you believe that men have periods? I'm going to go with a solid no on that one. Okay. Any logic, any reasoning for why you feel that way? Science, bro. Science, science bro. <laughs> no, really, uh, I don't think so. I think um, I think we as people deal with a lot of stress on a day to day, and different people uh, deal with it differently. Some people internalize it, some people external, you know, are external with it. Um, when you're in a relationship with somebody, and I'm no relationship expert, but when you're in a relationship with somebody, there's a very, very uh, defined connection there. There's a real good closeness. No matter if you've been there with them for three months or three years, it doesn't matter. You're is real close. There's a lot of vulnerability there. When you're dealing with that kind of vulnerability plus the stresses of everyday life, maybe, you know, they're having a, a shitty day time at work or something, you know, that that's going to come out, you know, and that's where that stress comes out. And, and you always accidentally hurt the people closest to you. And I think that's kind of where this comes from. So maybe, I don't know about monthly. I don't have, uh, Amanda says I do, but I, I don't think I do. I think, I think my we're going to put this in quotes, man period or irritable male syndrome is a direct correlation with her menstrual cycle because she has her, we'll call it red week. <laughs> and you know, she's kind of, you know, like any woman up and down, up and down. And I'm, I'm just more so just, you know, just keep it straight, you know? So you feel like you're the even killed logical approach. I'd like to think so. Okay. Cause I mean, from what I was reading, a lot of men feel that way. They're like, Women have hormonal fluctuations, and that's what causes them to be emotionally unstable, right? And men are like, well, we approach everything logically, so we do not have the same fluctuations. And I had a couple guys, like, we posed the question to our followers, and I had a couple guys reply, and they resoundingly said no as well, that there is no monthly cycle. Men do not have this monthly up and down of, you no. know, hormones, there is there is an up and down of our testosterone levels throughout the day that mm -hmm. is directly affected by what happens in the day. And it's also directly affected by how much fat we have as a, as a man. The more fat we have, the more estrogen is produced in our body. Okay. So when a male has too much estrogen in the system, it's definitely going to cause uh, 
I want to say, for lack of a better term, female-like traits. You know, <laughs> no, being I know exactly emotionally what you unstable mean. Yes. and being irritable, and you know that's understandable. I know for for myself, uh, if I haven't worked out in two three days, I feel like crap. I am irritable. I just want to you know just want to break something, just grab a remote control and break it or something. I don't know. You know. Well, it's funny that you mentioned like the syncing up. Like you feel like your what Amanda would consider your man period to sync up with her actual like womanly menstruation, which you know you get marked. For menstruation as women, it's a biological type of hormonal cycle. Mm -hmm. And they say that women who live in the same household, they might be on different cycles, but as soon as they start to live together and spend more time together, their cycles begin to sync up. So I don't think to just live together. I think like the closer you become, because I know one point you hang out a lot. Yeah, Lisa. Well, I didn't get a period, but I can tell I was cranky. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I still get the symptoms. You don't get the flow, but you still have the same cycle of hormones. It just presents itself differently, and that's kind of actually how I feel about like man periods. You don't have the flow, so people can be like, "Ha, there you go, bitch. You got a, (laughs) you got a period." But I've been around enough men where I feel like. During a certain week or not even a week, maybe a few days out of like a month, they are very irritable for no reason. Things that normally would not piss them off, all of a sudden they are hypersensitive to and it just annoys the shit out of them. And you're like, you don't flip about about the shit any other time. But all mm. of a sudden now you're all like Mr. Sensitive about the shit. So it was funny because all the women are totally like, yes, men absolutely had band periods. And all the dudes are like, Hell no, we do not. It's kind of a funny dynamic to see. I don't know if you saw that with your followers as well. Do you want to read some of their... (laughs) And the really funny thing was I was literally just about to say, I didn't get any male responses, but I did. I got one from our friend Ken, and he says, I do about every time someone pisses me off. And I just thought that was kind of funny. (laughs) I guess you just got to know Ken, but... All the rest of them were women, and all of them basically said, yes, men do have, they PMS. And, um, one and of you my- should see Manny's face right now. Like, he is, he's got this, like, fuck all these women, like, shaking his head like, hell no. No, it's not even like that. I, I have an argument for this, but go ahead. Um, one of the, like, responses I got was, um, from my friend and Ashley's cousin, it says, yes, they do. And they talk about us having PMS. They are worse than we are, which I have to 100% agree with her. And I'll explain why um, in a little bit, as I guess, as we go along, why I feel that, yes, men have their man period or their PMS that they go through. Okay. And since we are, like, really on the topic of, like, where we've had responses where men are just like, no, we're not, you know, we don't have them. Um, I actually found an article written by a man called Forbidden Fruit, The Man Period Israel by Vance Reyes, and it's on Mused Mag Online. Sounds like an article written by someone who you would see it like a women's rights rally or something. Perhaps, perhaps. Uh, some soft ass dude, you know what I mean? Like some guy that's never lifted weights before. And you something. know, kind of reading it, I was like, I don't know. Like, it seems to me like, okay, I'll read, I'll read the part, the quote that I pulled from the article. This is a direct quote from his article. He said, what makes the man period so different is there's no real explanation for it. 
With women, it's a scientifically proven biological process with known, in quotations, side effects. For us, it's just there. No rhyme, no reason, and most notably, no warning. The worst, however, is when it manifests itself physically. Bloating, insatiable or non-existent horniness, constant hunger, and an overall feeling of what the fuck incense. Uh, uh, PSA real quick, that's called being a man. Hungry, horny, sleepy. It's called being me. <laughs> bloating? What bloating? He, he's I get bloat? gassy. I mean, I don't know. That's <laughs> and then the overall feeling of what the fuck instance, which is basically like he walked in and the secretary was like, oh, hey. And he was like, her high fucking pitched voice annoyed the shit out of me. And in my head, I'm like, but you hear the same fucking greeting every day. But all of a sudden, now that greeting just fucking pisses you off. And, or like he was like, then I opened the elevator and two of my cheery co-workers were in there. And I'm like, you see the same fucking co-workers every fucking day. What changed? Your fucking moodiness. That's what changed. You mean to tell me that if you work or live with somebody that's just happy-go-lucky all the fucking time, you wouldn't get irritated with them? I'm a woman, and I get irritated by a lot, so yes, I would be. But, I'm okay, saying, no, no, I'm here's the difference. Saying, like, if you always find it annoying, right, you're just like, dude, this is fucking annoying. Like, all the time, like... You are not this fucking cheery. This is like either a show or you cannot possibly be. And that's always how you thought about it. Different story, right? Right. If you don't, it doesn't normally bother you. You're like, ah, whatever. You're a cheery person, whatever. And then all of a sudden, some random point, they did nothing to you. There's nothing wrong with you. All of a sudden, you're just like, you know what? Your fucking cheeriness pisses me the fuck off. That would be a, an emotionally unstable response, correct? If you woke me up every morning and you're like, hey, Tiff, I made you breakfast, right? And I'm like, oh, that's so awesome. Then one day you're like, I made you breakfast. Same exact fucking breakfast. And I was like, what the fuck are you serving me breakfast in bed for, right? You'd be like, that's, Tiffany. That seems like a logical response because, <laughs> hold on, wait a minute. All right, hold on, hold on. We as humans are flawed. Let's just, all right, we right. as humans are flawed. Guys, girls, and everything in between. So if, if someone is... If, if someone's being consistent, it's actually out of the norm. So it would cause you to question... Oh, for me, it causes me to question motives. Again, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist and, you know, tend to point out the negative side of things. But for me, like, if someone... If I walk into work and the front desk lady is like, Oh, good to see you again. How are you? Blah, blah, I just, like, really chipper. Like, at first, I'm like, Oh, that's cool. She's being really sweet. But after a while, it's like... Uh, what, are you, what are you trying to get at? What do you, what do you want? What do you need? What are you doing? So, okay, so, the feeling, so the feeling would never go back to, like, I appreciate her cheeriness. It would always be the skepticism, right? And that's, For me, it is. And for me, that's different. If yeah. you are a skeptical person, like, all the time, and that's ingrained in you, and you approach everybody in the same manner, that's a little bit different. But if you, for that day or those few days, you're just like, everything pisses me off, then all of a sudden you're like, everything is fine. Are you not allowed to have an off day? Are you not allowed? I mean, women, can we not call it off days then? Our hormonal fluctuations, we're not allowed to call them off days. Those are periods. That's science. So why is it not men's considered periods? So this is the question. Okay. All right. So then how define a period? Okay, not just the period where we're bleeding, but just the actions and... Yes, because we have most... Okay, so some women do not have menstruation. Okay. The whole yeah. month, right? Right. Okay, so she's not like, oh, I need pads. So you don't know she's technically on her period. But can you tell when a woman is 
in her premenstrual, because that's really when you get really bitchy. It's not really when you're on it. It's like leading up to it when you get really crabby. Or at least for me, that's the case with me. I get annoyed as shit and I get hungry as shit like right beforehand, right? But men would not have this flow because biology does not need him to have a flow. But as you yourself said, your testosterone levels peak and fall, right? Yeah, well, they fall, they, they rise and fall throughout the day, like as a whole. Yes. So if I skip a meal, my testosterone probably drop. You know okay. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, I would have to say for men, it's a bit more, um, for women, it's a biological thing. For men, it's about, you know, stress or, um, well, I'm drawing a blank real quick. Um, I actually found an article as well. Okay. Um, I came prepared today. I like this. It's okay because I have a bunch of articles as well. So we're, you know, came, we're right here. Super we're right, yeah, we are this right one, here. This one, they call it, they call it ir- irritable male syndrome. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy's a doctor. He did... Uh, Jed Diamond? I'm not sure his name. We're going to go with a maybe on that one. Okay. <laughs> he wrote a whole the, book on it, so I'm, I'm guessing maybe him. Um, here we go. Irritable male syndrome can be defined as a state of hypersensitivity, frustration, anxiety, and anger that occurs in males and is associated with biochemical changes, hormonal fluctuations, stress, and loss of male identity. So probably the same article you found. Yes, exact same. All right, cool. Cool, for cool. So I like this article, and I read a couple different articles. I like this article because um, it actually brings science to the table, and I'm a huge proprietor, proponent of science. Uh, proprietor, mm-hmm. proprietor of science. Um, People deal with stress in different ways, right? So for me, I can be fine for three weeks out of the month and then just one day just wake up and just be in a shitty mood. And I think it's part of being human. Yes. You know what I mean? Is it a man period? I don't call it a man period. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's irritable male syndrome. I think it's just human being a human. I think it's just dealing with the stress of uh, being in my car for three hours a day, working two jobs, training... Um, trying to maintain a healthy lifestyle, you know, being sick or not being sick or, you know, did you pick up groceries on the way home? Did you forget <laughs> this? Did, you know what I'm saying? So it's like a little bit of everything and a little bit of everything here and there. And then eventually I get to a point where I'm like, okay, I just need, I just need a day to just, just everyone be quiet. Just shut the fuck up. Let me figure shit out for a day, whatever. So I, it doesn't happen uh, like on a consistent monthly schedule. Sometimes it's like one week I'm having a bad week and I'll be fine and then the next week I'll have a bad week, you know. So it depends. It really depends on the on the person. It depends on your uh, who you are as a person, your diet, you know, the way your hormonal balance changes, what have you. Um, another thing too for me is I've dealt with depression since I was 14. So having to deal with that on top of the stresses of being an adult, which I do not like. Nobody, so. <laughs> nobody likes the stresses you mean, of being an adult. You mean, just an FYI. <laughs> right, right. So, like, it's just, you know, there's a lot of different things that play into it. So, it what it really comes down to is just you as, you know, you as a whole, as a person, biologically, chemically, uh, personally, and stuff like that. So, I think it's just humans being humans. The fact that we have to categorize everything really, really, uh, when I say categorize, I mean, not only, not only this, but, like, um... What's that kid that shadows people in Colorado a couple of years ago? You remember that? I don't remember his name, but I know. You know what I'm talking, I know about, what you're talking about the two kids. Mm-hmm. I was oh, listening to Columbine. Uh, Columbine, yeah. Okay. Um, Radio Lab had a podcast where they interviewed the kid's mom, 
And they were, you know, she was like, oh, no, he was a good kid and this and that. And he was, you know, this and that. And, and they just diagnosed it as um, mental illness. Like, you can't diagnose mental illness for someone being an asshole. That was a very asshole thing to do. Nobody likes me, so I'm just going to kill everybody. Like, let's be but see, there's some mental illness involved in that when your thought about it is not like, I'm going to get out of here and I'm going to leave. Or... I'm going to pick on people. Your your thought was, I am going to murder people. Like, that is... You know what that kid needs? An illness. That kid needs a genuine, loving hug from his parents. He needs to understand that he's loved. He needs to understand that the world sucks sometimes. And you just got to keep your... You know, bite down your mouth guard and keep pushing forward. And I will agree that there's overdiagnosis of issues. Um, ADD, ADHD... Definitely diagnosed you know, ADHD. It's over-diagnosed. You know, like, th- there are kids that really, truly suffer from it. Then there's somewhere their parents don't tell them, like, hey, you need to sit still. And then there's also this new trend where we don't allow children to play anymore. It's very regimented. Yeah. Sit down. Oh, well, the five-year-old was talking. That's typically what five-year-olds do. Yeah. You know, it's just something that five-year-olds do. You can't expect a five-year-old to sit for an entire eight-hour period. I'm an adult, and sometimes I need to get up from my desk, go to the bathroom, get a drink of water, or something like that. You know, you can't... In kindergarten, I did not have homework and projects and all that, and now I get projects for my preschooler. You know, Mm. it's, it's ridiculous to me. But that's a whole other realm... Of here. So I also found the same exact article. (laughs) I was just showing Danielle. I'm like, word for word, the definition. Um, But you also then probably caught the portion of it. And this was from medicinenet.com. And it was a showcased live transcript from an interview with Jed Diamond, who wrote the book Irritable Male Syndrome. And so there's a portion of it. And the moderator asked, are there hormonal factors in IMS, which is Irritable Male Syndrome, We so easily throw around the idea that hormones affect women's moods, but for men, it never seems to come up. So Diamond said, again, there is the assumption that women are hormonal, but men are moved more by logic. But the truth is, men are are as hormonally driven as women. In fact, men have a number of hormonal cycles. Men's testosterone, for instance, varies and goes up and down four or five times an hour. There are daily cycles with testosterone being higher in the morning and lower at night. Men have monthly hormonal cycle that is unique to each man. But men can actually track their moods and recognize they are related to hormonal changes through the month. Uh, We know that there are seasonal cycles with testosterone higher in November and lower in April. And we know about hormonal cycles with males during adolescence, but also the years between 40 and 55 have what we call male menopause or andropause. Finally, we know there are hormonal changes in men through IMS related to a stress in man's life. So you're right. Stress is a trigger. Same thing for women. I mean, yes, we have it where we feel hypersensitive, but if that whole week is just absolutely beautiful or not even a week, we keep saying a week, but women's cycles are different. Danielle's not going to have the same length of cycle. She's not going to have the same symptoms. Some women cramp really bad. Some women don't. Some people get really, really hungry. Some people don't. Some people have flow. Some people don't. 
your cycles are not the same every month. Some women have a normal, like it happens exactly the same time. They know when it's coming. Other women, they might go two months, three months or whatever without it. So I think the assumption from men is like, oh, well, you know, women are on the same exact cycle and the same number of days and they have the same thing. But it's the same thing. A stressor sets you off. Traffic pisses you off and you just like, normally you handle it really well, but this time you're like, fuck that. Fuck all this shit, you know? And I think men have that same sensitivity where they go through a period of sensitivity. You know, yours may not cycle in at the same exact time, but you kind of know when you're being hypersensitive if you stop and say, like, holy shit, I'm going crazy. In the moment, we as women don't realize that we're being crazy until we're a little too deep in and then we're like... I probably wouldn't have normally gotten that <laughs> mad over it, you know, but I did because I'm just being hormonal. But it's kind of interesting to me that men feel like hormones do not affect them at all. And it's a little weird to me. Like you said, stressors. Those are the things that set me off. Like women just have no stress in their life. We're like, men are the only people who encounter stress. Men are the only people who work. Men are the only people who pay bills. Men are the only adult people in the world. And women have no stressors. As, you know, And that's how women are looked at. Like, you have no reason to be mad, but you are. But I don't think that's what it is. Uh, I think that pays homage to that old school train of thought where the men would go to work, women would stay home. It was a different, it was a different time. And I think um, a lot of us, our parents grew up during that. So we kind of, we, we learn from our parents and we, we take on somewhat of that same mentality and with that men were also taught you know be tough just keep going you know don't worry about this that and the other don't worry about the small stuff just you know you have to work to earn to make a living whereas nowadays the these this younger generation they're uh especially men they're a bit more self-aware i guess you could say um so it's it's that's why these subjects are kind of coming up as, you know, irritable male syndrome and this, that, and the other. And uh, being able to be open and honest about what stresses you out is, for me, I think, a sign of maturity. Uh, especially with with men because we're taught so, so much, so young, um, you know, don't cry, don't have any sort of physical, or not physical, but uh, emotional response, you know, very limited emotional response and this, that, and the other. So... Growing up knowing that and then be like, no, like, this sucks. Like, I feel bad right now, you know, or I'm stressed to the max. I need to take a day. Like, yo, maybe that's just me, but... No, I mean, I think everybody needs a breather day, not just men, but just people in general. Like, sometimes you just need to have that checkout day where you're just like, you know what? I don't want to sure. deal with anybody, anything. Don't ask me for shit. Don't talk to me. Just and I think it's worse for people with kids because you can't take a day off from kids. Like your kids expect you to be there 100 percent all the time. I don't have any kids, so I can if I need to take a day, I can just be like, hey, uh, I'm just gonna go to the gym all day. Yeah, I'm out. But you know, for instance, you have kids. You have kids. You guys can't really do that. So that actually adds to the stress, the fact that you can't get that alone time or that me time. You know what I mean? So, I know you mentioned you had a story, Danielle. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm just taking this all in. So, I work with majority men. So, I'm in an office with majority men. I'm a dispatcher, so I work with drivers who are all men. 
I work in a industry where it's majority men. So 90% of my phone calls, I'm talking with men. In my office, I'm talking with men. And when I'm talking to my drivers, I'm talking with men. Now, when I started working at this company <clears throat> almost four years ago, I was happy to work with all men because I was like, you're not going to get the female drama. You know, it's going to be a little bit more, it's going to be a little bit easier. I was totally wrong. Totally. I come across so many different types of men and I can say, yes, men have men periods. They PMS, they PMS more than I do. Now... For you listeners that know me, and Tiffany can vouch her for this, I am probably one of the most sensitive people you will ever meet. I am a crier, and that's how I relieve my stress, is I cry, and I feel better after I cry. I'm a moody person. I am an irritable person at times. So, I'm thinking nobody can be worse than me. I was wrong. I can literally tell you about all my drivers that I have. And I have this one driver that literally once a month, and I can call it when he's going to oh, have shit. his man period. And I can literally be like, tell my coworkers, watch. He's going to get mad. And I will call him, and I, or I will send him his load information, and he'll call, what the fuck is this? And he's going off, and he's snapping. Uh, my last encounter with him, and I had to go off because I was like, you know what? I came in on a Saturday. I don't have time for your man period. <laughs> I really wanted to. I really wanted to say this, but I don't work Saturdays. I work Monday through Friday, and he didn't get covered, so I came in on a Saturday. I don't have anyone to watch my kids on Saturdays, so I have to bring three kids to work, try to keep them entertained, God bless you. and try to work at the same time, and then try to hope that they don't piss off my boss <laughs> if my bosses come to work. So I came to work. And I'm working. I'm trying to keep my kids, you know, like I said, entertained. And I finally found him a load. Now, Friday, he didn't want me to find him a load. He wanted to sit the entire Friday, which I was like, okay. I didn't find him anything Friday, so I came out on a Saturday, which I should have been like, no, your ass wanted to sit. That's you what you, yeah, you should have weekend. sat the Good whole weekend. But I was nice, and I was like, no, I'll come in. So he's like, I don't care what you get me. It could be this many miles. He was like, even if I have to deadhead 500 miles to pick up my load, I'm at this whole spell. So I'm like, cool, like I can get whatever. I got him a load. Kid you not, he had to drive empty, like 400 miles to pick up the load. He had a baby. He had a fit. He was cursing. He was screaming. He was yelling. And I was just like, you know what? I said, next time, I will not. I said, even if I get fired, I will not come in for you on a Saturday. I said, because I wasted my time. I was like, this is the second time in a row. You were happy yesterday. You were happy this morning when I talked to you. As soon as I find you work to do, you're pissed off. Maybe he's just and lazy. This is, no, no, because he's a really good driver. He's a hard driver when he's not. On his, when he doesn't have his monthly. And I, I kid you not, I can call it when he when he's going to have it. That's funny. I have another driver who calls me 50 times a day. And I kid you not, he will call me in the car. And he stopped calling me in the car because, like, on my way to work. He stopped calling me on my way to work because he realized that Ashley and I drive together to work in the mornings. So he's not going to call while Ashley's in the car. 
So he'll send me text message like, call me when you get to work. And if I don't get to work on time, he will call me. And I'll be like, I'm not at work yet. He'll call again. I'm like, I'm still not at work yet. I'll walk in the door. This morning, I walked in the door. I clocked in. And he's like, I answer the phone. And he calls. And he's like, oh, so you're just not going to call me back? I said, I just walked So is this monthly work. for him? Or so, is this just no, no, no. typically so, how you so behave? This kind is of stalkerish is what you're he, telling me. Well, no. He's, like I said, there's many type of men PMSing. And he PMSs every day. So but that's not that if he does it every day, that's not to me. It's not period. That's just, yeah, he's just a this unstable dude, creature. I say that he PMSs because this dude whines. I'm a donut and a hug. Tell him the chill. All, you know, I can tell him that, but this dude whines like all the time. And I'm just like, you're worse than a female. Well, see, f- men having female tendencies is a whole other podcast. Well, unless no. see now, I, I now I work with some people who complain all the time too, and I've done it my whole life of working with people. Some people are just complainers. They just complain about well, everything. They're like you said, oh yeah, no, don't worry about it. Like, I'll get it done. All right, hey, I need it done by tomorrow. Are you fucking kidding me? Tomorrow, yo, you said anything? Like, what do you what do you want? <laughs> you get your ass for. Some people just have that. Shitty personality flaw, I guess. I don't know. Some people are just born Some people have shitty person syndrome. All right. I used to be a GM. <laughs> I used to be a GM at Papa John's. This was a long time ago. And I would have drivers that would come in and they would complain about every single delivery they took. Now, the way that their pay structure was set up, they got a good hourly amount. So no matter what you're getting paid, then you get money for taking the delivery. Tips go in your pocket at the end of the night. So I'm like, all right, bro. Like, whatever. After a couple of weeks, then... One time, I was like, finally, finally, I was like, all right, bro, go work for Rosati's. Went and for Rosati's for three days, came back, said, no, I'm not making as much money. But he still complained. Some people just complain. That's how they deal with their stress. Sounds like that's the kind of person he is. Uh, it's annoying as shit. I don't know, because he'll call me, and I, I can't do... If he doesn't call you in the car with your... With Ashley, that's really weird, though. You know? No, no, you know why? Because he's like, you let him pull that shit. Because if you call me too many times, I'm going to tell you, I'm not answering the phone. Text me if you need some shit, but don't bother me any other fucking time. Especially if you let me curse out my drivers, I'm going to be like, yo, you're getting out of hand here. You can call me if you need something, but all this be- bullshit you're doing right now, don't well, even call me. No I'll be at work, and out. I kid you not, he'll call. <laughs> he'll call like three times within a 10-minute period. But if I call him and he doesn't, or if I call him and hang up and then call him back again, he'll go off. Why are you stalking me? Why are you? And I'll be like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I can pull up my call log. Someone's got some insecurity issues. You and should just let, you should tell him when he, when he does it, say, if it's that important, you'll leave a voicemail. I'll check that shit and then I'll get back to you. You have, I mean, if you baby them, it's like a kid. If every time they go, mom, 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 and you answer mom, yes, yes, what do you want, baby? They're going to just keep doing that shit. If you're like, ignore the shit out of them, what are they going to do? Stop going, mom, 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 and only when they need some shit. I don't know. It's just, I just It's like a child. Men are like children. That's true. (laughs) I'm sorry. This is is bullshit because it's two on one right now. (laughs) We offered for Ashley to be on your side so you can blame him on and that And Ashley one. abandoned you. He said, yeah, fuck he, this. Yeah, he's hey, like, you I'm know not what? He's watching checked. house. I can't even move that. <laughs> All right. So Manny kept saying, I'm all about science, bro. Science, so, bro. I got a couple science articles. And aliens. Got a couple science. Uh-uh-uh. Okay. So <laughs> the first one I got is called, Do Men Have Hormonal Cycles by Daniel Angber. And it's 
on popularscience.com. So there we go. All right. Um, and the quotation is, endocrinologist Peter Selick of Comenius University in Slovakia thinks that men have a straight-up monthly hormonal cycle, too. In 2002, he published a study showing that both men and women experience roughly lunar rhythms of testosterone. The levels in men's saliva peak dramatically on day 18 of, thir- of a 30-day cycle. Selleck's findings have not been replicated or accepted in the field, yet he remains convinced. I have searched the literature for negative findings, but I have found I have not found anything. Selleck adds that if women didn't bleed, the research establishment would likely be skeptical of their monthly cycles too. So he's saying because there's a physical First presentation of all, he's from Slovakia. Who else oh, do you know is from Slovakia? Dang, we do not support these um, racist and. Um, I'm not. I'm not being racist. <laughs> Who do you know that's from Slovakia? Let's be honest. Oh, one of my friends actually lives in Slovakia. She invited me to come visit her uh, so a again. Of, a lot of cold weather and. Manny does not gray. represent the. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just messing around. No, you know what? The articles that I read kind of supported the same thing, but again, I think it just comes down to humans being human and. We're allowed to have off days. Okay, so know. here's here's a um, another way of presenting that. Because I also have another medical article. And if you want, I can do that first before we get into this whole thing. But, um, okay, so it's like birth control, right? The push is always like, let's control women's ability to give birth, right? You don't see a large push or a large funding for a male contraceptive as you do for all these different things for women. You know, you got the morning after, you have pills, you have um, um, IUDs, you have inserts under the arm, you have, like, so many different patches, all kinds of stuff for women to take as birth control because it's the woman's responsibility. You could easily render a man sterilized with the use of an oral contraceptive as well, but we are, there's no push for that in the medical field. Right? Because men are like, no, we don't want to be responsible for this shit. We want you to be. Same thing. Men do not want to recognize themselves as emotional or unstable creatures. So men are like, we're not going to push research. We're not going to fund research on this type of thing. Right? So maybe that's why there's no or very little research. Or we don't want to call it hormonal cycle issues. So I was looking at, oh, it's hormonal cycles. Couldn't find anything, right? I'm like, okay, you know, and everything I was pointing to was like, there's no research, blah, blah, blah. I found a study from 1975 on the National Institute of Health website. So this is like a government one. It's called A Cycle of Plasma Testosterone in the Human Male by Doreen Kramer Brody and Hamburg. And it included a study of 20 healthy men, and they took blood samples of them every second day for two months. And they noticed that there were substantial periodic fluctuations of testosterone for most of the men. The periods ranged from 8 to 30 days, with a cluster being from 20 to 22 days. So basically, they could see the peaks every 22 days. They could see a substantial peak and testosterone levels changing. Mm -hmm. So that tells me that there are, and there has been research, but we just don't want to classify it as a hormonal cycle. We'll classify it as a testosterone study, but that's essentially what controls men's uh, level of sensitivity. 
I wonder do men feel that if they say I'm having like a hormonal breakdown or I'm PMSing, does that make them feel less than a man or did it make them feel weak? Them, I like, think it does. Know? I think it puts men in a vulnerable state. Especially because, like, if a woman's a thing, the first thing a man jokes about is, like, is it that time of the month? Yeah. And you I know? get really irritated when guys say that, too. Like, it pisses me You're off like, more no, than I was No, it's not that time of the month. You are just something. a jackass. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked up. No, I, I think we already established that it's a testosterone thing. Um, testosterone is technically a hormone, is it not? So, yeah. Uh, but our testosterone also rises and falls throughout the day. I think we read up to four times a day. Um, so things that things that affect all day. Things all that, day long. Things that affect our testosterone, <laughs> stress levels, uh, this, that, the other we kinda already went over. Yeah. So the fact that that article just kinda supports that just means that yes, our you know, we have a fluctuation. Now time of the month, I don't know. But what you said about men being vulnerable you know, we as men are not supposed to be vulnerable. We're supposed to be the head of household. We're supposed to be the lion of, you know, the king of the jungle kind of thing. And, you know, if you put yourself out there as um, vulnerable, it doesn't necessarily make good for your your image. It, 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 it's, a, it's an attack on your manhood, so to speak. Can I ask you a semi-personal question? Go for it. Is this... It's like, I'm a little nervous. No, is this sure. what they teach you with your MMA and... This is... No, the only no, reason no, no, I'm ahead, asking... Go ahead, go ahead. This is the reason why I'm asking. Because, like I said, I work with all males. So, I have one of my co-workers um, does MMA. He does CrossFit. He works out. He tends to not let stuff really bother him. He kind of lets it roll off the shoulder. Um, he's like that manly type, like, no, you're not supposed to be weak. Yet I have another coworker who's, you can tell, like, when he's mad and or he's, like, upset. Um, you can kind of tell, I guess, every other man in the office, I should say. You can kind of tell when they're vulnerable, when they're going through their monthly but him. So I just want to know, is it, like, something that you guys, like, they teach you that has to do with MMA or... No. Like, they, they teach you how to be they, a man in they MMA? They tell you, a no crying. <laughs> a lot of a lot of what, what we do in MMA is, um, it's a lot of skill work, but a lot of it also has to do with just being tough, being able to um, take a certain amount of damage and to still push forward. Like, um... I don't really think about it too much, and, and actually Amanda always, you know, reminds me, like, hey, you, you do something that most people can't. You know, I don't think of it as, you know, anything special. I don't think, you know, with my MMA record, you know, which it's still an amateur, I'm still an amateur fighter, but, you know, what I've done at the amateur level and, and the time I've done it in with the experience level that I have is, is pretty, you know, pretty decent, I think, but I don't think it's anything special. I don't think I'm anything special. Um... I've fought some real killers in the cage. I've fought some guys that I should have lost to. You know what I mean? I, I've been in the gym with guys who are pros. I've been in the, in the gym with guys who have you know, messed me up. And, and you just show up the next day ready to go again. So I think as an MMA fighter, speaking as an MMA fighter, I think a lot of it has to do with just being tough and being able to have to uh, adapt and overcome as you go. Because in MMA, there's nothing uh, set. Like in boxing... You're only working about the hand, worrying about the hands. In wrestling, you're grappling. In jiu-jitsu, it's submissions and position. In kickboxing, it's punches and kicks. In Muay Thai, it's punches, kicks, knees, and elbows. But there's a very, very structured uh, way to fight. 
In MMA, you take all those and put them together, and you give someone the creative um, freedom to do it however they want. Now you're fighting someone else's mind. Okay, in an equal world, everyone has is in the same shape and knows the same skill level. Now it comes down to a mental thing. Um, for the most part, I I deal with my stress. I externalize my stress. That's me personally. So if I'm upset, I'll be upset. If I'm sad, I'll be sad. I wear my emotions on my shoulder. It's just the way I've always been. Uh, but a lot of times, I just kind of shut down at the same time. So either way, when I'm happy, I'm super happy. So um, what you're saying is that you're tough because you're an MMA, MMA fighter, but are you so tough that you can't see when you're having... You can't see well, that you go into bitch mode let me, let me monthly. Finish, let me finish what I was going to say. I think a lot of what the difference is between, like, say, me and your coworker that is MMA is a personality thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's obviously the type of person that, you know, nothing bothers me, I'm okay, I'm fine, that's cool. I CrossFit, I go to the gym... You know, whenever I can, I'm usually there for three, four hours a day. You know, I wake up and eat breakfast and go on my day just probably the same way he does. Mm-hmm. But I wear my, my emotions on my sleep. It's a personality thing. So doesn't really have anything to do with MMA. Um, a lot of guys uh, who are, a lot of wrestlers have that mentality that even though it hurts, I'm going to keep pushing. So you kind of learn through time to just be uh, hard and callous on the outside. Um I'm not that way. I don't know. I'm not that way. I, I honestly, I tend to overthink things a lot. I tend to, uh, I tend to be, you know, if I'm mad, I'm mad. Like, you know, well, what are you mad about? I'm fucking worried about it. I'm mad. So I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> he so, said, it's my time of the month, sir. I, no. Those words did not come out <laughs> like of He's mouth. like, shut up, Tiffany. I'm not co-signing I'm just this. saying, it's, it's a personality. I'm just saying, I just presented scientific research. and you, pr- you provided scientific research that confirms what we already talked about. That confirms that men have a cycle that cycles through the days where their thing right, peaks. Right, but you cannot directly link that to being called a man, period. Why not? Because it's a daily thing. No, he's saying like every few defined, days. A period is defined, in my opinion, as a monthly cycle. Well, as men... Well, that's what I'm just saying. He just... The, the last one I said, he said every 20 to 22 days, mm. a man experiences a spike. Now, they didn't say spike. A Re- fluctuation. I'm sorry. A fluctuation. A fluctuation. What kind of fluctuation, though? It said a substantial one. A substantial one? Okay, so maybe... And I will post a link to the article so you guys... Article. Yeah, so you guys can also check. I will also put it in the show notes. So you can click on the link. You can actually read it. You can ju- you can verify that now, it just is be aware. on... Just be aware. I will argue for the sake of arguing. So no, no, no. Totally fair. <laughs> I'm going to read totally the article. Totally fair. But it's just weird to me that I presented scientific research by four gentlemen. I believe they're gentlemen. We gotta make sure these people are vetted too. Yeah. I mean, this is 1975 <laughs> research, so, you know, maybe, you know, it was the time of the 70s, hippie, they were more willing to express that men do have periods. It's okay, if we get it. Uh, fewer men are punching for this. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, we are going to go ahead and wrap this up. If you guys have an opinion on whether men have periods or not, they don't. 
um, jump on 1515 Ab on our show and go ahead and leave your opinion on this. We want to know what you guys think, especially men, because, I mean, if you're a man who thinks that men have hormonal <coughs> cycles, we'd no. really love to hear from you. Um, but we're going to go ahead and give Manny a little bit of time to, you know, kind of give his shout outs and give his shine right now. So go ahead, Manny. All right. Um... Shout out to all my guys up at MMA Stop. Uh, help me get ready for a fight. I'm actually, like I said, I'm an MMA fighter. I've got a fight coming up uh, April 22nd. It's actually a rematch to the fight that I just lost. I took a fight on three-day notice with the number one ranked amateur fighter in my weight division. And hands down, he was a better man that night. Caught me in a triangle. So I finally got a chance to do a rematch. I got two months to prepare. I'm going to come out there and uh, give it my all. So... If you guys want to come to that, that'll be at the Wilbrook Ballroom. Hit me up on Facebook, Emmanuel Camacho. Um, I'll have all the information there or like my fan page at Manny Camacho MMA. Um, it's actually for uh, the 135-pound title. So if I win that one, that'll be three titles under my belt, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> and that just, you know, for me, that just makes a better case for me when I go pro. You know, I'll be able to more mar- be more marketable and whatnot. Um, also... Keep an eye out for Manny's Awesome Hour. A new podcast coming to you soon. Nice. We get to talk about all things ridiculous and serious. So, I'm uh, still not sure on the name, though. I think I like it. <laughs> i got to make sure it's not taken first. Um, anybody looking to get in shape, come out to I Love Kickboxing in Aurora. I'm there two, three days a week. we got an awesome team, and we have a lot of awesome members that have hit a lot of fitness goals. We have a lady that just lost 15 pounds. Another one lost 12 pounds. we got a, lot of, a guy that lost 10 pounds. And, uh, you know, we're always doing some fun stuff. Last week we had an electronic kickboxing carnival. We got a live DJ. We got another event going on at the end of this month. We're going to have a live DJ for some classes. And if you guys want to come, let me know. Do you have to be a member to go to these, like, special events? Um, How does that work? If you are not a member, I think you can sign up for a trial. Okay. And the way it's set up right now, I think it's like 20 bucks. You get, like, three classes and a free pair of gloves. Okay. I might do it for the free Well, there's also Groupon. So (laughs) check Groupon. um, Because Groupon does the same thing, but I think it's like $10 if you go through Groupon. Can I just do like the 20 for the gloves and then just not show up? She just wants gloves for whatever reason. Something's wrong with this chick. (laughs) (laughs) Any other shout outs? We got Uh, Lil Kiki and M, Free Boosie, and. uh... (laughs) He does not know Boosie. You don't know that. Okay, so maybe Manny knows Boosie. I doubt it. But maybe Manny knows Boosie. We'll just go ahead and go with that. And most importantly, guys, get out and vote. Um, Make a difference. Uh, I know a lot of people I hear say, like, oh, my vote doesn't count. Like, it doesn't matter that it counts today. It counts for your children and your children's children and, and, and the future of this country. You know, this country was founded with good morals, and I think we as a people can actually get back to that. I think we as a people have the power to come together and uh, get back to that and fix the global warming, which has been a huge topic since, what, the 60s, and no one's really touched it, so. Who are you voting for? I kind of have an idea. Don't say Trump. I'm going to kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, there's the door you need to the <laughs> Straight out. No, uh, definitely Bernie Sanders. I like his <laughs> ideas on socialism. Um, healthcare things, like, eh, but, you know. Take some good with the bed, you know? Yeah. 
Okay. And also, you know, House and Senate, you guys want to make sure you guys are voting and looking into people for that. That actually really determines a lot more than you think. So definitely pay attention to those elections as well. Um, but we are going to go ahead and wrap up the show. You're done with shout outs. Just want to make sure I cut you off on there. Um, (laughs) you can follow us on all the major social media networks at the MWT podcast. You can email us at the MWT podcast at gmail.com. You can give us a call or send us a text at 331-684-8814. You can head on over to 1515ab.com, check out some of the other podcasts, and we also have a banner for Amazon, so if you make your purchases through there, it kind of helps us out a little bit. Um, do you have anything to add? Um, if you guys have any show, show suggestions or drink suggestions, please let us know. We would always be willing to try them out. If you want to be a guest on our show and you want to come on and you have any topics that you want to cover or just want to come be a guest and hang out with us and you're in the Chicagoland suburb area. Yeah, or if you're willing to drive from oh, the yeah. city out to the or suburbs. Or if you're willing to fly. You know. They don't pay, just said. No, we, <laughs> we did not pay for guest appearances yeah, on the show. Sorry, sorry man. Yeah. your own expense. <laughs> you got to try uh, Golden Monkey. It's a beer. Great beer. Golden Monkey? Golden Monkey. I'll keep that in mind. Where did you get it from? There's a liquor store over on Montgomery Road, the one that's next to the liquor store in the bar, Chelios. Yeah. The one next to Chelios, they got it there. Okay. Golden monkey. You're going to have to remember that. Sounds good. All right, y'all. Well, we are out. See you later. Bye. Peace.